Hi, my name is Enrico Ferri and welcome to this Burning Lamp podcast. We have a passion for worship, whether it's worship leading or just worshiping together with other believers in Christ. And we realize that worship is not just five songs on a Sunday or even just a two-hour worship session, but that worship is a lifestyle where we bring our bodies as a living sacrifice of praise before the Lord on a daily basis. And on this podcast, we share in that manner, whether it's through a song, testimony, teaching, and interviewing other believers and brothers and sisters in Christ. So welcome to this Burning Lamp podcast and enjoy this episode. Hi guys, thank you for tuning in today uh, for this message. We have decided because it's the closing session of our Secret Place series that we want to do together and just really make it a casual chat. Uh, We would like to thank each and every one of you who has tuned in uh, to our previous episodes. Uh, Thank you for all the shares and also the testimonies that we have received back. Um, And we just really want to be faithful with what God uh, puts on our hearts in the season, uh, no matter what the topic is. Um, So we're excited about this morning, um, just to end this off in a nice casual chat conversation. Um, My name is Enrico, this is my wife Anya from Burning Lab Ministries. Um, Let's just, before we start, let's just pray together. Mm -hmm. God, thank you so much for this moment. Thank you for today. Thank you uh, that we were created in this place, for this place called the secret place, God. Thank you that it's your desire, your heart's desire that we will have intimate communion with you, that in our day-to-day walk on this earth and in life, that we would be so aware of your presence, God. And that we would realize that um, this is where you want us to be, that we will give our hearts to this place in this season. We pray that just in this casual conversation and in this session that you uh, would be with us and that you will lead our hearts, Holy Spirit, that you will reveal your heart's desires to us and and who you are. We love you so much. Amen. Amen. Well, um, if you guys may be tuned into the previous uh, previous three sessions, uh, I just quickly want to give you a bit of a summary before we go in and chat about what it was. Episode one was was half of an introduction to the secret place. Uh, I shared a bit about our testimony and what happened in 2016 when we were in Israel and God just really pulled us back to first love, back to the secret place, back to the place where we should give our lives to first. And Um, the realization of investing in the most important relationship um, and that is the relationship between us and Jesus Christ Mm -hmm. and then uh, the second episode I shared a bit about uh, that physical place where Jesus really felt a desire and a need in his heart to break away from the crowds the noise his friends people that wanted to listen to his teachings because he had a desire in his heart to be alone with the father to also gaze upon the Father there, hear the Father's voice in that place where, where it's really undistracted, where, it's, where he can be fully devoted, fully inclined to what his Father is saying. And then in episode 3, uh, I shared a bit about Psalms 139, where David speaks about this place where we intricately created, this place called the secret place. I also shared about John 4:23 that speaks about that, our worship and our connection with God is not uh, based or bound to a physical place anymore, but it, that it's in spirit, that we can worship Him in spirit and in truth, but also that we are fully 
and constantly connected with Him through the Holy Spirit. Mm. And so in this session, uh, I'm going to ask my wife, Anya, just some questions and also just want her to share her heart about how she sees the secret place and also to share a bit of encounters that mm. she has had and still have with, with Jesus during her uh, day-to-day walk. So Anya, it's, it's awesome. Yay. Thank you for joining us. It's <laughs> Thank actually... you for having me. <laughs> um, and uh, don't you just want to maybe share, just in your casual way, how you see the secret place and, mm. and really what it means to you? Mm. Um, I really think there was, a, um, there was definitely a season change for me in, in how I saw and experienced the, the secret place. Um, so I'm going to be very like really practical, but um, before we had children... Um, time was a little bit more, even though you sometimes still feel like you don't have time. Um, I just remember times when I could just sit in bed or, you know, make myself a cup of coffee and just have time to just journal and spend some time in the wo- word without anything else. And um, so then it was really times where I could for longer times, um, you know, spend time in the word um, spend time with Jesus, you know, yeah, in prayer. Not that I always did. Even then, sometimes um, I found myself being distracted. But then, when um, when our firstborn came, Hannah May, um, she's three years old now, and um, our second one is on the way. It changed completely. It changed from um, you know from kind of like having time to just sip on your coffee to just really be blessed when you have when you get to drink your warm coffee. And so I, ble- I remember in the beginning, there was really a struggle for me, you know, regarding the secret place, because I had this picture. So I, I remember just feeling constantly like I just didn't get, you know, to the Lord. It was really kind of a frustration. And, and people would tell me he has grace in this season, and I do believe that. I believe there's so, so, so much grace. But I found in myself a longing, um, you know, to really b- spend time with him, but but there wasn't the same amount of time. So it changed for me. So I had to learn to really during the day um, be aware, even if I didn't have my set times at that stage where I could just spend time with the Lord, I just really had to um, to learn to be aware of Him the whole time, His voice, Him speaking, um, and kind of in the busyness, focus my mind to still be able to hear His voice and to communicate with him and to allow him to speak to me and to listen. And um, so, yeah, so that changed for me quite a lot. Um, but there's times now where there's a slight change uh, again, where I feel like it's, I've learned now during the day um, to be aware of his presence and to, you know, because it's not like we leave and come back. It's like he's constantly Emmanuel God with us. So we get to speak to him through it all. But then... I really cherish that times when I get to spend. So, so I would sometimes tell Enrico, can I just have an hour? And he would look after it just to spend some um, focus time in quality the word, time. your quality time. And it's the same being married. Sometimes, I mean, I'm a quality, I've, I, I hear most women, but I think there's a lot of men as well. That's quality time. So we can be together, like busy together. I remember that even before children, I remember we could be busy together. And then I just have this meltdown. And you'll be like, what's wrong? And I'm like, we haven't spent time together. And he's like, well, we've been together the whole time. I'm like, yes, doing things. But that one-on-one, you know, that um, just being focused on each other. And I think you can't separate. God is in every day and is in everything we do. But there's that times and there's really a longing. And it didn't come out of a 
in this times I could really experience the longing, you know, not a religious type of thing to, I must, I feel guilty if I don't. I just experienced this longing um, to be in his presence, this longing to be, you know, to just, yeah, to just be with him, focused on him. What happens, um, you know, during that tension time where you feel an invitation from the Holy Spirit during your day and you've, and you come to a place where you say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to take this invitation. I'm going to spend time with you. What, what happens during that time? And how do you feel after you've come out of a place where you've spent quality time with mm-hmm. Jesus? Um, well, I think most of the times I wish I could have now more time because it's like the more we experience, the more we want to. But sometimes I think for me at this stage, it's just, um, sometimes just the being in his presence and sometimes i'll have i'll get like a scripture i've um, really asked the lord the last couple of weeks to just give me revelation again when i spend time with him just to give me some you know to really speak to me i i really long for his voice to know and he's um, on two occasions now in the past couple of weeks when i spend time with him you know in that that set time uh, he really just communicated to my heart gave me great confirmation um yeah, I just I just remember um, I took something silly and I said, Lord, well, I'm turning 34 this year. So I um, I thought I'm going to, I just want something, you know, special from the Lord for that. So I said, okay, I'm going to see what is on page 34 in my Bible. And um, so I started reading and it was the story of Joseph. Um, Joseph, you know, being um, um, in, in, the, in the household and, you know, having a high position and then being thrown into jail. And just his faithfulness in every season, it says there he was um, successful in both seasons. When he was in the palace, but when he went to the jail, um, went to jail, he was still successful and favored there. So the Lord just confirmed so to my heart, in every season, his faithfulness is there. And and so then I opened the book that I'm reading from Bob, Bob Solgay, which is a brilliant, brilliant book. Um, and uh, I just opened that and I started reading um, chapter 34. I decided I'm going to skip and I'm going to go to chapter 34. And at the end, he speaks about Joseph again. And just in that sense, just confirmation. But then I want to say there's a lot of other times where I focus times where there's no like a serious revelation like or that or where it's just being. Sometimes I would just cry, said to at one stage, Lord, I'm just crying whenever I'm here with you. It's like. I'm just crying all the time and I just felt like he said but I'm detoxing you know like life happens and when I'm with him it's kind of like a detox in his presence mm. and crying is good it just detoxes me and just everything that I, that built up it just comes out because we experience a lot of emotion you know, so it doesn't mean that you're necessarily in a bad season it's just I feel like everyday life happens and to daily detox in his presence to daily let him like David said search my heart it just something happens and he searches our hearts and he cleanses us and he detoxes us. Um, yeah. That's amazing. Isn't it amazing like in his presence where are you, doesn't it make it so worth it when you take that invitation mm-hmm. um, during your day or even at night just before you go to bed when he speaks to you? Just yeah. as, as Anya mentioned now, just to get new perspective uh, about your situation or about your current season or... Uh, get new perspective of how to raise your little kid like we have a busy one a beautiful one but a busy one Mm. you know and um, if there's uh, Anya as you were speaking I realized just how it's God's desire to um, to wanting us to be vulnerable in front of him 
What would you say about that? Because um, we have spoken about it a lot, especially in this lockdown yeah. time, how we actually feel in this season very humbled before him. It's like yeah. he's really through things that he's been sharing with us in the season mm. that, um, you know, he's humbling our hearts again. And it feels like he's inviting us into a place of vulnerability. Yeah. What would you say about that when it comes to, you know, sometimes we feel like we need to have our God up. We can't share yeah. everything with people. Uh, we need to be a bit secluded. But with being in the secret place with, with Jesus is so, such yeah. an intimate, such an open yeah. uh, place where even David speaks about it and he says, you see right through me. My heart is like mm-hmm. an open book before you. Yeah. Yeah, I really think we've made a lot of rules concerning the secret place. Um, for instance, I've had many times when they say, um, you know, it can't just be about yourself or um, yeah, if you, you know, do it like this, enter with that, focus, you know, on him. And um, if you talk more about yourself, um, you know, then, then about these things, then there's a problem. And I think we've just made it really complicated. And I've really just, like, I would I always say I would bother the Lord the whole day with a bunch of small things. Like... I would pray about everything like, oh, please let this, you know, I, I have a friend that will just constantly like, oh, just give me a parking in front of the mall, you know, whatever, it's small things. And so I would pray and then sometimes I would feel, Lord, yeah, there's so much, su- such big things going on. Mm-hmm. I don't like bothering you with the small things, but it's I, I like experience in my heart. I, I say to the Lord, Lord, if I can't speak to you about this, who am I going to speak to? Because mm-hmm. you're the yeah. only one I can speak to about this. You're the only one that can actually change things. So, so, so I'll just say, yo, if I can't speak to you, who am I going to speak to? So there's really times of that vulnerability where I am, um, I think really being just following, um, um, you, you know, what, your, what you feel in the secret place and being vulnerable. And he's really my one place where I can unpack and where I can just, mm. you know, share my heart and just, yo, from the deepest, my struggles, which might seem unimportant um, in worldly eyes, but it's really big to me, you know, and he doesn't, he doesn't get tired. So I need to remember his character always in a secret place that he doesn't get frustrated with me. Um, but it, he really just motivates me. And and I just really believe the importance of getting into the word. You said it, um, I think you probably shared it, but um, where God just told them that we live, how do we survive seasons? We survive it by every word that proceeds from his mouth. And um, so I do think that um, just being in his word in every season, even if it's just or every session when you're or like a time when you have it in a secret place to really spend time in the word. Um, and it's not I've experienced the last few weeks as well. It's not like a religious thing, like I need to read my word, like sometimes will be like I need to read a verse, you know, before I sleep so I can say I did read my Bible. It's not that for me anymore. It's just I believe that I'm going to die spiritually if I do not read the word. Um, it's like if you do not eat, your body is gonna die. If you do not read, if you do not spend time in God's word to listen to His voice, spiritually you're gonna die. You cannot survive um, without that. So, so it's kind of like at the end of the day, I would be like, I didn't read. I, I'm, I think I'm starving. You know, like I really need to spend time. And then whatever I read, whether it's a verse, to value that and to say, Lord, I believe in the impact of Your word. So, yeah, being vulnerable really being raw, sharing your heart, sharing the small things, even if the things sometimes the enemy tells us tells you it's unimportant, you know, you cannot bother God with that. But then you bottle up. Who, are, who else are you going to speak to and who else can change and who else really knows you? He's the one who knows you better than you know yourself. Yeah, that's beautiful. I was thinking as you were speaking to really focus on the Word of God in this season. 
with everything, the pandemic and everything going on, there's yeah. a lot of noise out there. There's a lot of noise on media, social media, mm. a lot of posts going around. You constantly get fear-mongering mm. feeds on your, or posts on your feed. Mm. Um, you get like weird WhatsApp or SMSs mm. from people about a lot of different doctrines and the season that we're in. Mm. And it's so important what Anya's saying is to really try and allow God to strip that all away. And I realize more than ever that the choice lies with us, right? Mm. Just to say, I'm going to make this constant choice to move away from the noise, to move away from mm. all those things distracting me. And I'm going to listen to, and I'm going to behold Jesus through, yeah. through the scriptures, listen to his promises over my life, yeah. prophesy his promises over my life. Yeah. I was thinking as you were speaking now that in your first album that you released uh, way back when, you wrote a song uh, about no pretense. Mm. Um, can you maybe just to, to join together what we spoke yeah. about, to really not perform in his presence or just try to be someone else, just to really yeah. come with a posture of no pretense yeah. before him. What yeah. happened, yeah, sorry, what happened in that season and how did it come that you wrote mm. that song? Mm. I think I just, um, um, I actually think I went through a breakup. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Um, wow. <laughs> well, thank goodness well, there was a breakup. breakup yeah, if a breakup brings you closer to Jesus, then that's Yeah, good. and I mean, if we didn't break up, I wouldn't have met you. So oh, it's great. So it's like, um, but yeah, so it was like really that, that sort of time. And we kind of feel like, well, most people go through a breakup and it, you know, is it that bad? But yet it's, it feels like your whole world is coming to an end. And I just remember just being in front of God and I just felt like, cause I was also in ministry at that time. And I felt like, you know, you have to kind of be strong and be example. And I just felt all the pressures and um, still being young, um, you know, all the pressures of just, you know, having to look like you have everything figured out. And I think the Lord just gave me really a revelation that with him, I don't have to pretend. With him, I don't have to pretend like I've got everything figured out or that I've got it all together, that I can really just say there's no pretense um, and no denial. Um, just mm. here with you. There's, it's really like sometimes we'll be in denial about what you face. And he said, there's no denial, there's no pretense. Um, and out of that worship, um, you know, worship gets birthed. Like, like in that rawness and in that realness. And he so many times come, mm. came to meet me um, in that place because he's close to the brokenhearted. And uh, I just, yeah, there's just one thing I'm, while I'm speaking and I'm thinking to share, and I've shared it a few times um, with people and I've written about it, but um, one thing the Lord showed me a while ago, and I think that's an invitation in the secret place to really just bring our hearts and our struggles before him. And the thing is, your struggles won't when you bring it before him. He, he does something about it. He does something in your heart. So it's not like I, there's some things I battle with, but I can really feel like when I, when I spend time with the Lord and I bring my brokenness, I don't stay in a place of brokenness mm, all the time. It's, it's not like I stay there and it becomes my um, identity, identity yeah, because that can easily become. But when you bring it before God in a place of rawness and humility and um, just dependence, then, um, then he does something about it. When you spend time in his word, I mean, he wants you to bring, to come as you are, but he really wants to bring healing in your heart. Um, so, so yeah, so what I want to share is just that um, picture that the Lord showed me, it's even before we had children. I just thought if, if like, my child fell and had a hurt, you know, hurt the, the child's knee and the child would come and say, Mama, I fell on my knee. But it's just like a little mark, you know, like a little, you can almost wipe it with your finger. Um, I'm not going to look at him and go, listen, um, do you know that 
that Andre broke his arm last week. So, I mean, he broke his arm. This is nothing. I mean, this is just a little scratch. So, please don't cry about it. Um, look at Andre. Because I think a lot of times we'll also look yeah. at other people's battles. Sure. And you'll feel like, oh, mine is not that big. And, and I mean... Our realities differ and that which we face, our emotions is different, our backgrounds. And I would pick up my child and I would hold my child and I would say, it's going to be okay. And I would, you know, put some selfies on, some ointment and, you know, really make the, the, my child feel special. And mm. I, I would, you know, it's, it's his battle, it's his reality at that stage. And so I just want to say a lot of times when you want to bring your brokenness, um, the enemy might remind you and say, but what about that one facing that, that one facing that? Um, and yet then you bottle up and you feel not worthy and you don't deal with that. Yeah, Bring that true. into his presence, mm -hmm. the, even the small things, but don't stay in that place. Don't, don't just bring it and leave. Spend, bring it, spend time in his word, um, allow his word to wash you, um, to strengthen you, to encourage you. And you might come again with the same struggle, but you're winning ground. You're winning yeah. ground as you, as you bold upon the revelation of who he is and as you allow his spirit to bring healing to your heart. That's beautiful. Uh, in closing, in where we find ourselves in the world at this moment and the church finds herself um, in this moment, what, did, what do you feel God, that God is doing specifically regarding first love and the secret place just before we close off mm -hmm. the session? Well, I feel He's really, um, he's really taking us to a place where, where we encounter His heart, the reality about who He is, the character about who He is, um, uh, yeah, that scripture says, Spirit of wisdom and revelation, open my eyes because I want to know you. I want to see you rightly. Um, and there's a song about that as well. And so I believe that he's calling us into the secret place so he can reveal himself rightly to us. Um, there's been, you know, it's like one thing to know, um, to know God through someone else. I think you probably mentioned as well. But it's other thing to, to encounter him. And I think in this time that we are in that's quite a difficult time there's a beautiful thing happening and the Lord just at the beginning of lockdown he shared with me um, the story of Job again and if you look at Job 42 um, he would say at the end he would say before everything because he went was through all the hardships all everything and then God starts to reveal himself to him and he says who, who set the boundaries for the seas and he just starts to reveal his power and who he is and at the end Job would say up to now, I've heard about who you are, but now I've truly seen you. Wow. I truly know you. And um, so I think the, the beautiful thing of this season is a lot of times in hardship, it, um, we have the choice and it can produce a revelation of who God is. And I believe that's an invitation in the secret place to really dig into um, that time with him and to his word. And out of the hardship, I believe that he's restoring and bringing a huge revelation mm -hmm. that we can say, but up to now I've heard about you and I've seen you on a distance, but now I can truly say, I've seen you. I know you. And I know there will always be parts of him to discover. We won't fully know he's God. But, um, but I believe that he is longing to, to reveal to us um, his heart. That's beautiful. Uh, it's so beautiful what you said about um, in times of hardships and struggles where uh, it should actually be in those times where the hardships and struggles should push us into mm. the secret place mm. and where we should not run away from the yeah. secret place in those times yeah. in the sense of 
taking offense against God, mm. being angry at God, but to allow the difficult times to mm. push us into that place. It's like you yes. say, to really remember his character mm. and that he wants us there and that he wants to bring comfort to our hearts. He wants to shower us with his love. Mm. Well, um, yeah, in closing, we want to encourage you guys. We, as we sit here, have definitely not arrived and uh, mm. uh, we probably never will. Um, Paul even speaks about it in Philippians 1, 6. He says that the work that God started in you, he will complete the day when Jesus comes. Mm. So even with the topic of the secret place and our journey, uh, we know what we know mm. um, and what we shared with you and what God is busy with in our hearts. But we also know that he's busy with a lot of peop other people's hearts in the season. And we want to encourage you, if there's one uh, passage of scripture that we got or verse in the beginning of the lockdown was Isaiah 2.14, where God says that I will allure my bride into the wilderness and I will speak to her heart tenderly. And uh, it's in the wilderness where there's no distractions. There's uh, visually, there's no distractions uh, audibly. Mm. Uh, it's all just where it's quiet. I don't know if you've ever walked in the desert before, but you can only see the beautiful stars and it's really dead quiet mm. around you. And that's where God wants us in the season. And we really feel like in the season to come that now he's pouring into our hearts the new wine uh, for the next stretch of, for the church, for, for the revival that so many people feel on, on their hearts are, are, are going to start coming in. And that has already started. And so we want to encourage you guys to realize that you were created first for this place. You were created for the first commandment first, to give him your whole life and everything. And from out of his presence and from out of constant communion and encounter with him, you can go into a broken world. Mm -hmm. And the healings and miracles, signs, signs and wonders will follow mm -hmm. those. It will follow you, believe, mm -hmm. in Christ Jesus, the one who created you. Mm -hmm. uh, we really hope that um, these sessions and episodes has blessed your heart. And uh, if it has touched your heart in any way, please tag a friend or share it uh, on, on your, your Facebook uh, feed. Um, but we want to just say thank you so much. And we want to glorify God in the fact that, and say thank you to Him that He wants us to approach Him, that He really has this heart of love and compassion towards us. Um, thank you for tuning in today. And we hope and pray that you have a, an awesome rest, blessed day. Bye. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our message today. Remember to press the subscribe button. For more content and resources, visit our Facebook pages at Enrico and Anya Worship and Burning Lamp Ministries. And also remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel at Enrico and Anya Worship. If you want to come in contact with us, please send us an email to info at burninglampmusic.co.za.